And we're live. RCL Rudder Eve preview with your hosts, Mitch and Mike. Mitch, good evening. Uh, good evening, Mike. Uh, I just want to start this podcast episode by um, apologizing to everybody for uh, the state that I was in for our last podcast episode. I uh, just listened to it for the first time, and I don't remember large chunks of what was just Again, apologies. I'm happy you edited out a lot of stuff. We'll get into a little bit of that later, but thank you for saving me on editing some stuff. Sure, sure. And uh, certainly it was only you in that state. I have no apologies. So with that being said, there was quite a bit of editing as a result. <laughs> there was a, little... I, I will say you do a great job editing things. Like It is so hard to follow that one. Well, unfortunately, when there are so many edits, when you go to merge it all, I thought it was clear and it was not. And it got to the point where it was just going to be too hard or I was going to scrap the whole thing. And I decided to give the people what they wanted. And yeah. so I have, I have no regrets and no apologies. You know what? I, I, think, uh, I think it's just time to put water on the bridge. I do want to just revisit a couple items that Maybe the people missed out on. I know that we had took notes when we went to uh, Damon Tavern after after the Italian win, which, by the way, Forza Italia. Um, we went over there and we were taking some notes on what, what topics we were going to discuss. I just kind of wanted to, to maybe talk about a couple of these because I don't really know what these mean. So one of the notes I had in my phone was homeless people, question mark. Why, question mark. So I'm not really sure what we were going to talk about on that topic. Um, I'm neither for nor against homeless people in any way. So I think, you know, it's just, I just wanted to publicly said, uh, and we move on to the next topic that we had written down here is, is Damon Tavern cool? Uh, sure. I think it's, didn't it smell like puke when we walked in that first room? I mean, I'm remembering any specific smell after. Or did I puke? I think it's a little bit more likely. Uh, oh, okay. no recollection on any sense of Damon Tavern, but not uncommon for a bar to smell like puke. So maybe it wasn't you. Uh, I think I puked in the bathroom actually, now that we're talking about this. Did I go to the bathroom for like 15 minutes? I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't do bar shit. So I definitely puked at Damon Tavern. So Damon Tavern is cool. If I puked there, it must be cool. Confirmed cool. Confirmed, Confirmed cool. cool. Uh, our other topic that we had down was your favorite Italian dish. I'm sure that was just, uh, the theme of the day was everything Italy. So, um, I am a big, just spaghetti meatball guys. Just going to have it, have it tonight too. Gonna, I've, I've actually been doing this carbo load, uh, in rooter prep. I've been preparing since August of last year. I've just strictly been eating carbs to make sure I have enough energy to get through this Saturday. So if, if you love Italian food, I mean, just spaghetti meatballs or chicken parms, probably a close second. I mean, I don't know if you have a favorite Italian dish, but those, those are mine. Just I just want to clarify that. I love the chicken parm, but I'm definitely biased with the baked ziti. My Ooh. mom makes a phenomenal baked ziti. And a baked ziti. A baked ziti. And it reheats incredibly well, so you make a big batch. She used to send yeah. me off to Iowa with it and then kind of tried to steal the recipe, but it's a little bit too complicated. Uh, but speaking of the big carbo loading, I would say this is easily Rudder's fattest year. You know, People oh, talked sure. about the, the COVID-19. Uh, we, no, we don't no. talk about that. We don't talk you're about right. That. You're right. People talk about that weight gain. That would have been last summer. I don't really think anybody let it get to him. No, and Gorg came in trim. Gorg, remember how good Gorg looked? Yes. 
I, I do. Gork still looks good. Looks even yeah. better. So oh, wow. I guess this is apply, applicable for everybody except Gorg, but easily my fattest rudder coming in. Uh, I did play a round of golf today, and I played quite well, and I'm wondering if that girth that I'm uh, bringing in a rudder really translated onto the golf course today. Hoping to bring it into this weekend, not going to lie. Nice. More weight behind the ball. I like that. That's actually what – I'm going to steal that and say that's why I got fatter for this rudder is for more weight behind the ball. But I will yeah. – I will say that I, I do miss uh, Musso's mom cooking for us, the pre-night stuff. Um, so I am eating Italian food all week uh, in, in, in Musso's mother's, uh, you know. So I need to channel that, the Italian spirit. So my Irish mom is uh, attempting to cook Italian food all week. So that is, uh, that's something that I'm going to be going for. Um, Living but back that, at home, nice, nice. I'm going back. I'm going back home tonight. You know, I just gotta. It, it, I I need to reset, man. I feel like I feel like Sunday kind of just fucked me over a little bit. I went to dinner last night with peas. I didn't even drink um, at Bird's Nest, and I I I feel like a bitch, but I feel like a good person somehow. So been, uh, I've been nursing Sunday as well. We actually had dinner. We had peas over for dinner on Monday with a box of wine and then a lot of meats. And then last night we went to all you can eat sushi with some friends, more wine. Oh, nice. And then tonight we're going to the darling for oh, a couple nice. cocktails. And then maybe, you know, I was going to think about a loyalist burger, but now that you're Ooh. talking about all this Italian, I think maybe we go back to the possible and get some takeout. Why don't you, why don't you go to club lucky? Tell them I sent you. They won't know me, but just tell them I sent you at club lucky, get a chicken parm uh, and have a nice bottle of wine there. That's dude, That is, that's old school Italian right there. I'm a martini sucker at Club Lucky, and I, I can't I can't go into martinis on a Wednesday. It, uh, do you think that McParland played us this week by like hanging out with both of us back to back nights? Like, is he just trying to get more mentions on this podcast? Oh, easily. It's okay. I'll, I'll edit every McParland quote out of this episode. He will not be just, mentioned once. We'll and, just bleep uh, him out. Just bleep him out. We'll okay, <laughs> okay, big bleep. Mick bleeps. Um, so let's let's. I think we move to today's topics. We got a, we got a good list here. Um, do you want to start right off the top? I mean, give the people what they're looking for. Let's go through the afternoon pairings. I know we get a ton of shit because every time we do a pairing, we just talk and we're just like, "Hey, he's pretty good, but he's also pretty good." You know, it's probably one one. I'd see that one one. So maybe like. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a lot of, uh, a lot of hate both ways here and I'm going to give my real score recap for this. Um, but also in honor of, of us, you know, coming together in the spirit of the event, we're going to say one nice thing about the oppo- opposing player in each pairing. So very big, of us. A- very big. I mean, very big. So we got the, the afternoon, if you want to go ahead and start, you can read through this. I got to pull the list up. Sure. So kicking off the afternoon. And now I want to remind the listeners at home or on the road or wherever you are catching this fantastic episode of RCL that this is not the lineup for the afternoon. Uh, as much as Dankel loves the spotlight, it's time, to sh- it's time to share the glory. I kind of want to see Rodgers coming down 18 with the match on the line or, you know, maybe it's Gore knocking down a 50-footer, but – Dankel, I'm sorry. It's time to share the spotlight. So these are not Dankel and Miller to move out. Do we need Dankel and Miller to move out of the spotlight? Like, are they getting a little too big ahead? I mean, why don't they start off the afternoon? I think it'd be fun, you know, in the morning pairing when they tee off, they're the last ones on the tee box. No one's around. And so, or or maybe they're the second to last pairing and no one's around. 
How about we let everybody watch some of the big guns go off in the afternoon? So with that being said, this is just the list we have. This is not the order for how we're starting the afternoon. But first up, we've got Dump and Gopher versus the Daves. So I'll go first then. I got to say one nice thing about everyone in your pairing. Um, So first for Rogers, for Dump, uh, I thought about this today. I think that he is going to have the only hole-in-one in in Ruder Cup history. Um, And I don't think anyone's ever going to get it. I mean, like, I I just don't think – I don't think it's going to happen again. Like, how many players in this field have ever hit a hole-in-one and then to do it on this – I mean, I guess any given Saturday. So – Shout out to Rodgers for having that. Uh, also, he always seems to have a pretty good time, except when you guys lose. So I, I appreciate Rodgers showing up and uh, having a good time. He seems to enjoy the event. The other thing I will say about Gopher, again, dude, I think we said it on the last one, just, just big ass through the ball, dude. Like big ass through the ball. It's just amazing to see. Um, I, you know, I, the Daves, um, if you talk about Dave or Dave, both of them, you know, I, I think that Dave individually has gotten better uh, at golf this season, but I don't know if the other Dave is going to be able to, you know, pick up his slack. So um, I, I think the afternoon pairing, I think, uh, I, I think it could be a one and a half to a half point. Uh, I'm not going to say either way, though, because I'm, I'm too much of a bitch. So you can go ahead and give yours. Sure. So I'll start with the Daves, you know. Mulek first. I will say he's come a long way, and I'm saying that without having him seen uh, swing the club once this summer, but having seen him hit a ball backwards in the past, I know it's damn near impossible to not progress from that. So, Dave, you're uh, trending in the right direction. Going to be hitting the ball four this year and, you know, looking forward to seeing what you're bringing to the table. Hess, uh, you know, really steady Eddie player, you know, not intimidated on a par five to bring out the three wood when all the other boys are ripping driver. He knows his game and he sticks to it. So I think that's the key for Rudder. Know your game, stick to it. Don't get out over your toes. Uh, Dump, not only is Dump living in the 80s these days, but he's a homeowner. Doesn't have any idea what he pays in property taxes, but he is a homeowner. So hey, Dump, Dump owns a home. Dump owns a home. Uh, doesn't doesn't know what his property taxes are, but he does own a home. So congrats to Dump and uh, Gopher. You know, I saw some Grint scores earlier this year, and they were low nineties. So it's almost like Gopher two point on the golf course. So well, Gopher, hair. he forgot about his hair. He's got like Thor hair going on, but like not blonde. You know? Yeah. So I think uh, I think Gopher and Dump are my surprise pick for the sweep this year. I think they're getting four points for Team USA. Wow. Wow. I mean, I totally disagree with that, but I will say, wow. Um, I, we're going to move on to pairing number two here, which you have you have Brenner and Murder. Uh, again, Murder, I'm still mad about the nickname. I know that's one thing I do remember ranting about uh, is your nickname. Still pissed, Cole. Um, congrats on the wedding, though. That's going to be fun. Ralph. Uh, he's, I mean, Ralph's always just a wild card out there. I, I think that Ralph has, has been golfing a lot this summer. I mean, the kid played throughout the winter too. I think they're down in Florida, a bunch of USA guys are with him. Um, I'm going Ralph and murder with two points in this pairing, but I will say that Brenner, uh, he came out with us to watch Forza Italia. Uh, he is my rooter 
resident soccer guy. I, I, I got through it. I mean, I'm not trying to shit on Mulek or Bergs, uh, but, you know, Brenner is my go-to soccer guy these days. He knows more about it than probably anybody in this group. Um, and Whelan, again, did I shout out to Whelan for uh, subsidizing our softball season last season um, by being out of town eight straight, weekend, eight straight weekends in a row. Um, I think you might want to go out of town again because you guys are going to get fucking waxed in this pairing. It's going to be Ralph and Murder with two points. Let's go, boys. Wow, a two-pointer. All right. Starting with the Europeans, Ralph and Murder. Ralph. Uh, Ralph, like me, is coming into Rudder with uh, some girth, and I think that girth is going to help him pound the ball. Uh, you know, I, I would say expect Ralph to be a little longer off the tee this year. And Cole, you know, Cole's got a lot of excitement. Bachelor party, wedding, everything's kind of on his side right now. So, you know, if anyone's getting a hole in one, I would say it's going to be Cole this trip. So, Cole, I think you've got the good juju going right now. And uh, I think you might pull out some pretty good shots. Waylon and Brenner, Sam, uh, you know, I'm sorry you don't like to play softball, but I know you've got volleyball tonight, so you are still, you know, Oh, you fucking, wait loose. a minute. When did volleyball mm-hmm. start? When did volleyball start? Yeah, Sam's playing volleyball tonight. Sam, I'm sorry for outing you on air. It was highly wait, did, unprofessional. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. Did he play softball? Or did he play volleyball over playing softball every week? Is your softball on Wednesdays? It's on Thursdays. What day is it today? Then, no. It's Wednesday. What a fuck, though. But how do you play on Wednesdays in volleyball and then miss Thursdays every fuck? Wheeling, we got to talk. We got to fucking talk. I'm going to text you as soon as this goes live. Anyways, keep going. And uh, Brenner. Brenner and I played 18 this morning. A little 6.30 round. Uh, he played very well. He snapped his driver head in on the fourth hole or third hole. So he's getting some fresh glue on it. And he played very well. Uh, came out clean. Whole game looks great. You know, he's got my favorite trajectory on any ball in rudder. The ball just starts out so low, and it climbs up with the apex, and then it comes to a nice uh, soft landing. So, Tom, great ball flight. Also, to my own horn a little bit here. Well, we'll, we'll get to that later, but, Tom, it was great playing with you today. Next up, we've got a host matchup. Oh, no, that's a different grant. My mistake. We have Bergs and... Grant versus Gage and Goose. So, again, thank you so much for the editing. Uh, Gage, you'll never hear it, but there was like a 15-minute, like, very homoerotic uh, rant that I had about you um, that will never come out of the vault. But great guy, dude. Gage, fucking so cool. Congrats on being engaged, by the way, too. Um, Yeah, we we missed that one. Uh, Flew over our heads somehow on Sunday. Gage, congratulations. And uh, you're welcome for ed- editing out Mitch's, uh, Mitch's romantic rant. So yeah, no, you're it was weird. I mean, it was definitely weird. There, I yeah, it was fucking weird. Uh, also, I don't follow you on Instagram, but if I did, I hope your hashtag when you proposed was engaged. Get it? Because your name's Gage. That wasn't funny. Moving on to Goose, um, Casey. Again, he is my substance guy, and I mean that in all sorts of ways. Um, Gage and Goose, I see this pairing getting underneath Bergs and Grant pretty well. I, I know I've been talking about Grant getting in people's heads, but I can see Gage and Goose, like I can see Gage fighting back and Goose just 
you know, again, being the substance guy that he is, just kind of riling up the base there. Um, Bergs, again, great roommate. Uh, love, love, love sharing my space with you. Um, we, and also, I'll shout out to Bergs and his family for putting up with you guys for the seventh straight fucking year uh, in, in his house. You know, they don't get to use it on a, on a lake weekend. So shout out to the Bergamini family as, as a whole. Grant, we, uh, we haven't seen you in a while. You're always a treat to come. So we're excited if you come. Hmm. Um, but I, I, I see this going, Gage is really good at fucking golf. Uh, and Goose is a great, great co-pilot in this situation. I see this going one and a half to a half the European way. Um, and I also see Berg's taking two minutes over the ball and that's going to get into Grant's head because I think Grant's a fast player. And I have nothing to back that up. That's just a field comment. So, I, you know, I, I pretty much agree with everything you just said, uh, starting with Gage. Again, congrats. Smokes the ball. Played with Gage last year at Sand Valley. Saw him go 52 or 53 on the front, followed up with a 38 on the back. So he definitely has the range. Uh, certainly not going to get any help from Goose. Uh, hasn't played a hole yet in all of 2021 so page <laughs> good luck um bergs you know bergs has the ability to dial it in and play at a level above his game hoping that's sunday uh you know and grant really brings out a lot of emotions in people and i think with bergs he brings out the best in bergs so i think okay. that's going to elevate bergs's game i don't really know anything about grant's game uh but I'm sure it's better than Casey's. So as a team, I like USA's matchup here more than Europe's. I mean, it's basically two-on-one. So because Gage is so good, I'll say that this is going to be a likely 1-1 split. Okay. Okay. Next pairing we got here is Fagan Lingle versus TJ and Ramon. Well, TJ and Ramon are borderline cocky heading into Rudder, uh, chatting about how they don't get enough love how Dankle doesn't respect them enough wow. and that they always pull out three or four points. So Ramon actually is calling me right now. <laughs> well, I'm not going to answer that, but Hey, Ramon, shout out. Maybe next time I answer your phone, you'll be on the podcast. So, well, I think they're going to jinx themselves and I think they're only walking away from rudder with one point. I'm not sure if that's a half point in this matchup okay. or it comes in the morning or maybe just, you know, a split here, but I think they jinx themselves, get one point. That being said, TJ, you hit your three iron or two iron farther than most hit their driver. So that's pretty sick. Uh, Ramon, you now have dad strength. So you might actually hit just as far as TJ and Fagan. Yeah, and Lingo. Okay, wait, wait. He has dad strength. And I'll, I'll give you my analysis in a second. But does he have dad energy? Right? Is he going to make it well, to 36? He's not sleeping at home Friday night. So he should get a good night's sleep. He's sleeping next so, to me on Friday night, so. So shout out, shout out to sharing your bed. Hey Tyler. So I'm thinking he will be rested, and then Fagan and Lingle. Uh, Fagan, you know, living in Kansas City, gets to golf a lot, so he's going to be dialed in. And Lingle got new weapons, so yeah, new weapons usually mean better golf. So I'm saying that this is the year TJ and Ramon kind of choke at rudder. And, wow. you know, it's either this matchup. They're getting swept either in the morning or the afternoon. Not sure which pairing it comes from. Uh, might depend on how many transfusions 
Team USA mm-hmm. takes down on the back 18. Okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out Team Europe on this because this pairing, I know this pairing for a fact is not going to drink on the golf course very much, and I think that's pathetic. Uh, I, I think you guys, because that, that Fagan-Lingle matchup, that could be a fucking shit show, but it'd be a fun shit show, right? Um, Fagan, I, good, great golf swing. Uh, actually, it's, it's a little wonky off the tee, but he found his own golf swing. He can pound the ball. Lingle, surprisingly, I mean, no offense, but surprisingly, last year off the first tee, you piped one. And I was like, holy shit, Lingle, Lingle can actually hit the ball pretty well off the tee. Serviceable, what you need in a scramble. Um, Fagan and Lingle, I think that this being the afternoon matchup, factoring in alcohol abuse, I think this could be trouble for Team USA. I mean, I don't know. It depends on what happens in the morning pairing. Like, if, if, I, if Terry and I uh, beat the shit out of Fagan and Lingle, they might just resort to alcohol, right? Like, they just might be like, oh, I need a quick fix, right? Like, oh, I got to start drinking. Like, like it'll see, be I could, see, the I could also see them piping you and Terry and then having the same result of, like, oh, I'm baby. I'm not but if, if, if that happens, they might also find themselves down that same road. No, I will, get in, I will get in both their fucking heads in the morning. So they're not getting – we're winning two in the morning. But saving the lingo, I, I think it's a question mark. Um, TJ, Ramon, I think you guys I, – I, to Mike's point, I do think you guys have talked a little too much shit going into this. Um, but, you know, I, just maybe have a couple more. Like, relax in the course. Get a little loose. Ramon's played the most golf on – most golf of his life after having a kid, which makes no fucking sense. But – uh, I'm worried about him having the stamina to get through 36 holes, you know, like technically stamina wise, he's only had one kid. So I don't really know where his stamina is at. Right. Like, you know, you could have two or three by this point, but, um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say, this is probably my one, one draw. Um, I think TJ and Ramon will take the front nine and they will possibly lose the back, but it all depends on alcohol consumption. And I'm just factoring in the Ramon fading out after 27 holes. So TJ, Mike's hard makes a Mike's harder, and they also make a twisted T. I feel like you would love both of those. So, you know, mix, mix one of those in the back. See how you like it. Oh, there's also a, um, a, a White Claw. It's called like a White Claw Splash or something like that that they make. And it's only, they only sell it in Wisconsin. It's a blue can. It's cranberry flavored, and it's 8% alcohol. Maybe just try a couple of those. I mean, you know? new sponsor alerts? New sponsor. That, well, they didn't pay us, but that was a free sponsorship. Shout out to White Claw. Uh, the big, just ship a little, the, just, it's the same thing with like fucking uh, New Glarus. Like, why, why can't you just sell it just across the board? Like, I, I get it. Like, oh, we're fucking from Wisconsin. Like, blah, blah, blah. We're so fucking sick. Fuck you people from Wisconsin. And fuck you, Dankle, because you're from there. God damn it. But like, just, just get, get the good alcohol here. Same thing with like Minnesota. Minnesota's got those... Uh, Michelob Goldens or whatever the fuck those things are called. They only those sell so there. Good. They're so, so good. good. Just give it to the rest of the fucking country, man. Like, I, it sucks. I, I got to drink Ultras. Ultras are great. Shout out Ultras. But give me the Mick Goldens. All Littner does is talk about these things. I want them. Uh, this has gone sideways. But that is, was it the Fagan-Lingle match? Now we're going to Gord Vegas uh, versus Terry and Mitch. Oh, but this should be Winnie, by the way. Also, I have more Winnie comparisons coming up that I have on my notebook. So we'll go through those. <laughs> All right. Well, Gorg in Vegas, as we know, Gorg's dialed in. He's bringing his a game Yeah, Vegas. I don't think I had the opportunity to mention this, but Vegas and I played in a 
matchup earlier this year in February down in Florida against Ben Kelsey and Tom Kaz. And we played a game called Denver Doubles. It's a great game for a force, and I recommend Denver everyone awesome. checks it out. Uh, Vegas birdied the first hole in Denver Doubles, and then we were tied after 18, so we had a playoff 19th hole, and then he birdied the playoff hole again. So that's why they call him Tommy Rings. I know a lot of people at home don't like it because he's just got one state championship, but as he says, you know, how many do you have? So – Tommy Rings well, wouldn't it be Gordon. Tommy Ring? Wouldn't it be Tommy Ring? Well, rings plural. No, he's got rings. He's got rings. We just can't talk about him. This is a uh, family podcast. <laughs> so shout out, shout out, Rings new sponsor. Shout new sponsor. So the matchup of Terry Mitch. I know Terry just shot. Dude, where do they pierce? Is it through your uh, hole? Simple Google search. Simple Google right. search. I got a computer for me. I'm look this up. Go ahead. So Terry and Mitch. Terry shot a 79 at Dubs Dread two weeks ago. So he's dialed. Uh, unfortunately, Terry and I suffer from old man syndrome, and the back tends to go on the second 18. So I don't know. If Terry's back is holding up, if he takes some a leave, maybe they can split with Gorg and Vegas, but I think it's highly unlikely. Uh, Mitch... I'll say this, you know, Mitch is, this is for anyone that plays Mitch or rather Winnie as he's now calling himself. His tactic to get in anyone's head is just when it's your turn to hit goes up and says, Hey, you know, we really got to pick up the pace. They're, they're playing on us. Never says it when he's about to play, but whenever you yeah. and your partner team USA are about to go hit Mitch will say, guys, we got to pick up the pace. Come on. Right. We pick up. He'll try to rush you. So ignore that. It's all a facade and it doesn't count. I was, yeah, well, I mean, truthfully, I think my mom had an affair with a, a golf starter, uh, a, you know, a ranger on a course. And I think I just, it's like a border collie, you know, how they just like know how to round up sheep. I know how to keep pace at a golf course, right? I might shoot a 120, but like, I'm going to come in the clubhouse for four hours. So, uh, fuck you for that comment. Um, Gorg in Vegas, uh, Gorg, looking cut. Uh, I, I praised you on the last episode, so I'm not going to juice you up too much in this one. Tommy, I've heard a lot about your golf game this year, so I'm very excited for this afternoon matchup. But you guys are going to fucking lose two points. I, I just guarantee it. I mean, it's going to be Terry and Mitch. It's going to be the Terry and Mitch show in the afternoon. It's just – I'm going to be coming off – I'm going to – look, I, I'm a slow starter, right? But I got an easy morning matchup in my eyes, Sagan Lingle, Smelia. Um, and I'm going to have 18 holes of golf played already. I'm going to be so loose. I'm going to be out there. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to have every shot. Terry's going to be able to open up the fucking war chest and just fire things out there. And I'm just going to get it, you know, nice little layup shots. Give us, give us, and I'm going to hit some fucking putts. And that's going to be a 2-0 European victory uh, in the afternoon round. Um, I mean, if you're not going to love yourself, who will, right? You have to love yourself first. I read that. I read that in a book. Gorg will always love you. Gorg, no, I think, didn't Gorg and I used to have like a rivalry? I'm not really sure why. But didn't we have a rivalry? I, I don't know. Might have to revisit that season Gordon. one of RCL. Yeah. Yeah, I just – I feel like Gord hated me for a while. Maybe I just – I made just my own insecurity. So, shout out Gord, though. Great guy. Vegas, also a great guy. Excited to play this afternoon matchup because, you know, what this matchup is not going to be – this is a late, late afternoon matchup, and there's going to be plenty of fucking alcohol flowing in that matchup. And that's now, how you do it. 
This is just an afternoon matchup. This could be first off in the afternoon. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But this is an afternoon matchup, which brings us into our next matchup, which is Fat Cock Kalis versus Nick Kretz and Seth. Wow. Wow. Some heavy hitters I'll, in this line. I'll go, I'll go first here because I'm not going to let you talk about yourself. Also, first off, uh, if you get to call yourself Fat Cock, I get to call myself Winnie or Winston, and I get to draw more comparisons to Winston Churchill. And this is just, just fair, right? Because you can't give yourself the nickname Fat Cock or Sick Cock with two Cs. Uh, but Mike, I will say we both played like shit the other week when we lost to Littner and, uh, the former Reuter member, Ben Ross. And we, uh, you know, we, it's kind of, I enjoyed, even though we were both played like shit, like I still enjoyed playing you good rounds and better. So that says a lot about somebody on a golf course. You can control your emotions enough to still have a good time and still drink. No, these things. Kalis, uh, Kalis has snuck his way into my heart. Um, uh, he has become one of my low key favorite rooter members, especially on team, team USA. He has some of the best takes, um, I I've ever heard. I mean, I, I, I can't even go through them, but there's nothing better with, than drinking with Kayla from like a late afternoon on like a Saturday or, or late night on a Saturday or Sunday or getting weird. And, and he just says something and you just have to agree with it. Cause he, he must've thought about it a lot. Also, I don't want him to kill me. I'm sure he has, he has access to weapons, right? He, he does some woodworking. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like that, I was also scared of that, too. That's why I'm praising him right now, because I'm scared of his access to weapons. But um, then we go over to the other side. Team Europe, Nick Kratz versus Seth. Nick Kratz, in my mind, is player 1B on this tournament. Uh, he won, like, 30 grand at some, uh, some member guest or member-member golf outing at Crest Creek. Uh, I think like about a month ago, maybe. Uh, but he is fucking dialed in guy always is he has back issues but plays through it uh people don't know this but i actually gave him a shot cortisone shot to the back at least four times in the back 18 last year um so he's gonna be playing juice seth um i i haven't seen you golf honestly like ever i've never been on a golf course with you um i know you've been getting some practice in at the range um so just 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 get that putter dialed in. Get that ready for Nick. Uh, he's going he's gonna to lead you around the course. Fat Cock Kalis, Nick Kretz. I'm going to go one and a half year up on this. I don't think that Fat Cock can keep his composure on the back, back 18. All right. Well, starting with Nick Kretz and Seth. Nick Kretz, I agree with almost everything you said, Mitch, except I don't think he's 1B. I do think in match play, Nick Kretz is 1A in rudder. I think he's got that Deion Sanders, you know, next man speed. However fast running, he's faster. I think on the golf course, that's how he's going to play. So he's scary. Now, Seth, I don't know anything about your game. Um, but you are, you know, soon to be dad. So maybe that soon to be dad strength carries over. And uh, you pipe some drives. So scary matchup because, you know, if Seth makes just even a few putts, that takes the pressure off Nick, and then Nick can really uh, let loose. So definitely a scary matchup for the Europeans. On the American side, yes, Fat Cock and Kalis. Now, the former has a bunch of rounds this year. And by a bunch, I mean he's got four rounds in the last two months uh, in the hundreds, and then a handful of rounds sub-85. So the game's all over the place. Played this morning with Brenner, and yes, it was only a par 70, 
but I shot a 47 on the front, started with a triple, great start to the day, and then fired a 37 two over on the back. So we'll see what kind of game comes to play, uh, hoping that the transfusions really bring the game out early and give us a shot. And, of course, my partner, Andrew, you know, the guy is a roller coaster of emotions, but when it's going good, it's going great. So if we can get Andrew going early on, like, the first or second hole, of any of the nine, then I think Team Europe gets buried and they get buried fast and they can't climb their way back out. So, Andrew, you know, good vibes only. I think you're going to get off the tee well. I think you're going to make some putts like you always do. And I think I think Andrew and I are taking three points total this year. So I think we are likely to sweep Ben and Lang in the morning oh and then split with uh, Nick and Seth here in the afternoon. So, right. Yeah, quite quite the pairing. And then after I have on, a question. After after you do your twenty minutes of foam rolling a day, do you drop to a picture of yourself? Uh it's from twenty sixteen if that counts. But yes. Oh, okay. So <laughs> moving on to the next pairing. It's BK and Lang and Pease and Littner. Okay. So, you, you gotta start this one. This is what we call a matchup of the mats. And Pease this is the best golf I've ever seen Pease play. He got rid of that slice where it just goes like straight up in the air and a hundred yards and then just plops to the right in like the a, rough. Like a slice. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Grab slice. Okay. It's gone. So Pease is dialed in. He's shooting in the eighties these days. So that's always good. You know, Littner, just your classic athlete. So uh, don't know if anyone swings harder than Littner. Except when it comes to basketball, Littner stinks at basketball. I want that on the record. He will hey, the board, board man gets paid. Board man gets paid. So he knows how to play D. So Littner and Pease, their games are solid. Lang and BK, uh, you know, I think Lang's just, Lang is kind of like Mr. All-American in the state of Iowa. Great athlete, so great amazing. basketball player, football player, great golfer. Uh, BK, you know, BK, if he was a starting pitcher, you know, he'd have like a four ERA, but he can also go out and throw the no-no. So he's got the lightning in the bottle capabilities on the golf course where he can have, you know, a 40 on one of the nines or maybe even sub 40 with a few birds. Uh, so I think it's going to be who shows up in that pairing. I think if Matt McParland plays the way he's been playing, I like USA's odds. If BK finds that lightning in the bottle, I think there's a chance of a split one-one. Okay. I, um, I, I first off, Whitner Pease. This is probably one of the most dangerous pairings out there. Uh, Whitner hitting a ball off a tee is just always impressive to watch, and he's got that fucking red driver from like 2007. They just still cranks. Um, love that thing. Very impressive. He's also very like ornery on a golf course especially when it's rooter time you know he gets a little pissed he's uh he's not really going out there to have fun he's out there to win uh that's the athlete mentality uh peas play with him this year but i just had wings them last night still uh still always fucking fun to just go out and, and, and hang out with and we, we shared some good stories we can't tell on this podcast uh because it's a family show obviously but, you know, Pease has Pease also brought a couple topics here uh, that we'll get to after these pairings. That, uh, you know, the guy loves Reuter more than anybody else, uh, in my mind. I think, I think Pease lives for it. So 
if he's fixed that slice, which you described a slice, um, you know, this dangerous pairing, laying BK, laying Mr. Steady. I mean, you said it, dude. He's the, he's the All-American. Um, he's my island. Uh, he's the only person from the state of Iowa I still have contact with. Um, BK, again, he has a kid coming on the way. Dad strength early, still has stamina and energy. I see him on whoop all day. Uh, I think that the Littner Pease laying BK matchup comes down to what happens on the front nine with them. Um, if Littner and Pease can steal a point from Miller and Kress, they're going to have a lot of momentum. And I think it could, it could, it could trickle over to this afternoon pairing. If not, if, if Miller and Jay Kretz steal too, I think Littner and Pease get swept in the morning. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm excited for the match to hear this podcast. I, uh, I think they might take issue with that, but wow. That's, uh, that's the hottest take of the show. I got to start, start controversy somewhere. So, um, hottest take of the show. Yeah. Now, so, I will say this. You know, keeps a little controversy. Ben did just get back from Spain, and rumors of some, quote, Delta variants rising in Spain are uh, hot in the press. So be careful, this, this Team Europe. This is not a Europe. podcast. This is not be a careful, podcast. Team Europe. We're hashtag Vax, bro. Just shut the fuck up. Um, last pairing. Uh, again, this is just the last pairing on our sheet. This doesn't mean this is the order of how it's going to go. But we have Dankle Hollywood versus Miller J. Kretz. Dankle, obviously, um, you know, the best golfer out there. Um, but Hollywood is probably the most fun to play with. Uh, I played with him one year, a couple years back. And, like, the dude just enjoys the moment out there on the golf course. Also hits some really good shots. Uh, serviceable, good scramble partner to have there. Uh, you got Miller, who, uh, you know, just loves moving Reuter dates around. Um, Does you know, he ever? Yeah. Does you know. he ever? Well, and then I used to pick him up from the airport. It was kind of like a tradition. Like, I would pick him up from the airport and drive him up there, and now he doesn't want me to do that. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter what he flew. I'd pick him up. You know, I picked up from Midway one year. We got I picked up from Midway and had food in the car for him. Like, I had a burger waiting for him in the car. But, you know, he's, he's moved on to bigger and better things. Um, he is a co-worker, too. I uh, just spoke to him today. We were talking about stock options. Shout out Flash Parking. Uh, and then we got Jay Kratz, who I think on the European side, I think Jack is the best scramble partner when you're talking about playing in a scramble than anybody else. Um, I, and he lives in the moment, you know. They, these guys are always playing these primetime matchup at the end. I, I actually agree with my podcast host here. Like, maybe we shake it up. Maybe we see what the limelight looks like with all the people with the, uh, you know, little pressure putts coming up. Like, if Rodgers and Gopher are standing over a putt against Dave and Dave for the trophy on, on the final 18, you know? Uh, but or these guys, if Bergs and Grant and Casey Gage, if any of them can even stand up over yeah, a putt on a, exactly. you know, it would be amazing to see. It would be amazing to see. But, again, this is the – this is the marquee matchup of the afternoon, obviously. Um, I, I'm just going to say it's 1-1 because it usually is 1-1. So, as a betting man, uh, that's what I would score this one as. See, I'm, I'm going marquee matchup still. Dump and go first the day. It's dump and go. My pick to click for sweeping, getting four points this year, sticking with it. That's my bold prediction for order right there. Your bold prediction is them to sweep. Yeah, they're getting four points, I think. Okay. They're, uh, they're coming in with good headspace, and that's kind of what it takes in the golf course sometimes. So, yeah, four points for dump and golf. Okay. 
Well, that was our, that was the afternoon pairings again, in no particular order. We were just reading the awful list. So those could also, you know, change. Uh, next topic I got here is does USA show up after being down five, two next year? Um, so if you are down five, two next year, will you show up? Uh, you know, it's a moot point because we're not going to be down five, two, obviously. But if, you uh, are, but if this is like a lot of quitters on that side, if this is, you know, some type of Marvel into the universe or multiverse or whatever it may be. And because Ben Ross already doesn't want to make the drive from Minnesota for Ritter this year. So will Gorg want to make the drive next year? You know, yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure the USA team would show up fully uh, because it would be the only way for the three-peat on the USA side to happen internationally. So in that multiverse where USA somehow loses, it's not going to, but yeah, they show up because they want to start the three-peat. And uh, the only way to get to that three-peat in Europe is actually by winning one next year after a loss, but not going to happen. Well, so, the so next question. Of it is, next will, question. Europe, will Europe throw it on purpose to keep playing? You know, you're, like, you didn't have a younger brother growing up, but if you had younger brothers, you know, and you're like playing N64, doing some shit, you know, you would you'd lose on purpose. So they would still like come around and play a wiffle ball in the backyard or something like that, right? Do, does Europe throw the match so it's 4-3 and you guys are still interested? Yeah, I, I don't have a loser's mentality. I don't throw anything. I don't think a little brother, a little well, sister would change that. So, no, I don't, and I don't think Europe's gonna gonna try and throw it. Although I'm sure, you know, during the Sunday Fun Day USA Sally, somewhere, some European will say, "Well, you know, it was we were just having a good time." Okay, well, you guys, you guys Sally, but then you guys like don't actually Sally. I feel like half your team only makes it to the bar. So, and that's on Saturday night. So I don't. I wouldn't say that USA is the best at celebrating. Also, didn't you guys lose the cup that one year? Uh, the first year we had the trophy. Is this coming from the guy who didn't even go on the boat last year and didn't stick around for the celebration? Oh no, I didn't. No, I was I was out of there. I left. It was okay. actually okay. It was actually okay. a pretty pretty bad call on my part. Um, but you know what? You you live and you learn. Um, so I, I I also have one other question here that it, it's just about uniform based. Um, Will USA ever wear anything other than khaki shorts? Or do you guys, like, is your, are your budgets that tight that you need to wear the same shorts every year? If I was a betting man. And are which, you guys showing up in khaki shorts this year? Because if you are, this is perfect. I would absolutely hammer the parlay of khaki shorts this year, next year, the year after, and again for the 10th year anniversary. I would just hammer that parlay of khaki shorts with, nice. with all of your 401k. All okay. of your Bitcoin on khaki shorts. Okay. Every year. Okay. Uh, one of the topics that we had to throw out from Sunday, which we're just going to, I'm just going to glaze over this. We're not really going to talk about this was, do we talk transgender athletes, which I had a half hour rant on that, uh, which thank God that's in the vault and is Ruder limited to cisgender males. Um, and that was talking transgender athletes. So we'll move on to the next thing. Um, I have uh Winston Churchill comparisons. I thought of a couple other ones that you might not know about. Um, neither of us have lost a world war. Um, so that's something that's definitely comparable. Um, the other thing that you need to think about is little known fact, the actual Ryder cup was actually called the Winston Churchill golf outing um, when it first started. <laughs> so that's just, that is. People forget. People forget. People forget. They, they actually, and then eventually a bunch of people started bitching about bag tags 
um, and why it said Winston Churchill on their golf cart. So they had to switch it up. So that's actually what happened with it. You know, speaking of bag tags, there, McParlin, if we don't have a bag tag this year, he's going to lose the first point of his morning matchup for sure. If he has a bag tag, he's winning it on. There's your early sign right there. There's your early indicator. Look at the bags. If there's a tag, he's winning the first point. If there's no tag, he's going to be. You guys just got to send somebody to send somebody the course course early and custom make him one every year. That's all you got to do. Yes, I don't hate that idea. Team Dankle, take notes. Dankle, take note. Oh, also, I've heard that it's Team USA might be communist because Dankle just picks the uniform every year. I didn't say it. This is just what people are saying. So, um, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. Okay. Interesting. Dankle, you know, so should this really be renamed the Dankle Miller outing? Because it seems like they just kind of they just get what they want throughout this whole thing. They get to golf last. You know, they get to pick uniforms. Actually, Miller doesn't pick uniform for us. Shout out to Miller. Um, but you know, it kind of sounds like it's just the Dankle Miller outing. You know. Yeah, I mean, Miller. Miller texted me and said, "Hey, Mike." Do you know a common uh, fast food restaurant that has a tuna sandwich that's not really tuna? What would, it, what would that restaurant be? I was like, Mark, I have no idea. And then he giggled, and that was the end of it. And that's talking Mark Miller on RCL. That was talking Mark Miller on RCL. Thanks for giving up, thanks for giving up the uh, family sauce there, Mark. Um, next, I got uh, best encore drink that you're going to be drinking on Sundays. Uh, or on Saturday, and what's your post-round drink out of the cup if you win? All right, I'm getting there, and don't forget, Grand Geneva has an incredible breakfast sandwich. So oh, dude, don't make dude, the double patties. Holy, so shit. good. So, so I'm going to the Grand Geneva. I'm getting the breakfast sandwich in a Bloody Mary. Okay. I'm also gonna sneak in some beers in my okay. bag, but I'm also gonna buy a couple John Daly's from the Cart Girl. Shout out yeah. Ryan Chaps. Classic. I'm going to buy a couple John Daly's per nine. So probably one per nine uh, for four John Daly's total on the round. And uh, yeah, I think I mentioned the Bloody Mary with the breakfast sandwich. And then cup. I mean, Miller Latte in the cup post round probably. Yeah. Wait, wait. Speaking of, do we have a cup? Uh, I think there's one. Yeah, we're going to say yes for the record. On the record, yes, there's a cup. Interesting. I wonder, is this like going to be a confirmed cup or one of those things where Europe's going to wait to see who wins? And then when USA wins, they say, yeah, that's oh, no, cup. yeah, we'll, we'll forget. We will have forgotten the cup if we lost or yeah. we'll, we're like we have lost at that point. Mm-hmm. So classic. I mean, did the John Daly is a good call. I'm not a bloody guy, so I don't know. I don't want to start the morning off with a bloody. I think I'm going to start on the range with the Michelob Ultra. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a 24-pack of Ultras in my bag. Actually, I'll put a 12-pack in my bag, and then uh, I'll, I'll rotate buying from the cart girl and drinking my own so they don't get Professional move. Professional yeah. move. Exactly, exactly. And then, you can, and then, you know, they give you the little bag with ice, and you can take yours out of the bag that are getting warm, put them in the bag with ice. Next time they come around, you give them a wave. Oh, I'm good. Still got the ones from before. Um, and then – not not a John Daly guy. I, I'm more of a vodka lemonade, but only only one per eighteen. And then you actually uh, you actually rotate in, you know, maybe like a little stiffer drink before you tee off on the back. Get those nerves out. So I'll probably rip a shot of tequila before the back eighteen if you want to. Wow. Drink. So 
And that's not that's just promise me. Promise a co a co-host tequila shot, but there might be a co-host tequila shot. Yeah, and then uh, the, I see the post round cup chug drink um, in honor of not being Italian at all. I am going to put a nice little fucking Chianti in that and just just pound it, and then I'm going to head to Champs or Chucks, whichever gets decided. Oh well, we've got confirmation that the majority of the hotel. Uh, the majority of the European hotel is staying very close to Champs. In fact, just a few minute walk. So, I, I'm really I know close where, to Champs too. Really yeah. close to Champs. I mean, better outdoor area. Pop a shot inside and out on a ten foot hoop. Champs is the play. Also, shout out to Team Europe. If you guys need a DD, I got a DD for the evening. So just give me a call. I got room for three people. We can pick three people up if Ubers are a bitch. Um, what was the next topic on here? I know we're kind of running long. Um, oh, is there anything to bet on Saturday? Like, that was electric on, on Sunday. So, is there anything? Like, I don't want to bet Gold Cup soccer, but besides the, the, the Open Championship, like, can we find something weird to, to oh, bet? Oh, oh, you know, Eric, well, we better finish up Rudder early because Eric Dankel has a Bucks game to watch at Champs Saturday night. Okay. So, We've got NBA Finals. Okay, I'll bet that. Also, I take back my Gold Cup remark. We're betting Granada versus Qatar or Qatar. However, it depends on how you want to say it. But we're betting that in the Gold Cup because Granada is fucking electric. They suck. I mean, they're awful. They're plus 1,600, but we're going to bet them to score against Qatar. Qatar, however the fuck you want to say it. Um, so we're going to bet that at 630. And then by the time we get to the bar, that will that game will have already happened. So it's going to be awesome. We'll be there with winnings. Um do, do, do. So I think there's some baseball we can bet too. Um, last question. Do you have a course playlist? Um, and does Ben Ross have the worst course playlist you've ever heard? Ah, uh, yes and no. Yes to Ben Ross having the worst on course playlist. It is like being stuck in the eighties or maybe late, late seventies. And you're at like a bad disco club with, <laughs> Bad music and bad dancing and bad outfits. Occasionally, occasionally CCR came on. So you're like, oh, all right, like I'm back in this, you know. But then CCR also has like 10-minute songs. So you're like, you're, you think it's good. And then for 10 minutes, you're like, oh, all right, like we're back to even. And then all of a sudden things go sideways. Yeah, occasionally like, you know, Florence will come on. And it's like, oh, this is good. And then it's just a bad stretch of music and it's very loud and it's overpowering if anyone else is playing a speaker and it's it's very absent-minded in terms of yeah. what people are vibing so yeah yeah um, and do you have a course playlist uh no i leave that one up to kalis kalis puts a pretty good playlist together and no kalis and ben have the same music taste don't they no no kalis it's a very edm heavy playlist a lot of bass yeah so. that's not true also, shout out to Kalis. Uh, if you do know weapons, like, uh, just, just from my, I said nice things about you earlier. You know, like, I want that to be nice. Um, you probably have a really good playlist, too. It's probably really super sick and chill. Um, but that's, I mean, that's all I got for topics list here, Michael, unless you want to go over anything else. Uh, just last thing, Mitch. Final score prediction. So... The final score, what was the final score last year? Do you know off the top of your head? I do not. Oh, let me see if I got it here real quick. I think it was like 15 and a half to 16 and a half or something like that. 
Yeah, I'm going to go final score prediction is going to be 17-15 um, Team Europe. Another nail biter. Yeah, I think and it's always close. Yeah, you know, I was a little bit more confident in a blowout last year. Confidence is still high, but I kind of think you're right. I think it's going to be another tight one. And I think it's going to be USA 17 and a half, Europe 14 and a half. Okay, so we're a half point off. So it's not, yeah. we're not that we're a full point off, yes, but that's, uh, wow. All right. Um, I mean, I, I, I just hope it's, it's a, uh, another fun day out there. Let's say we got great weather. Uh, let me pull up the weather report for when's this being released? Uh, this, this will be released Friday morning at 8 a.m. All right. Well, Friday morning, uh, we're looking at, uh, at, 8 a.m. in Geneva on Saturday morning. It's 66 degrees, 4% chance precipitation, and it's going to heat up. It's going to get to about 80. It's going to be sunny, no clouds. It's going to be a great day out there. Don't forget to tip your uh, tip the, the cart girl or or high school cart guys. Um, you know they 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 can put up a lot of our shit on the golf course. So just give throw some throw some cash. Don't be cheap, and they'll let us get away with murder out there. All right. And, you know, lastly, I will say this. All are welcome at the USA Sally Sunday Funday Ride. Uh, come join us wherever we may be. TBD, but all are welcome. Well, fuck you. You're not going to win. Um, safe travels, everybody driving. Hopefully you're listening to this on your drive. Uh, hopefully I just ruined an hour of your drive. Thank you. All right. Take care, everyone. Drive safe. And we'll see yeah. you in Geneva. Winston and Mike, peace and out.